0: Hey guys, what's up? Um, Andres here, back with another podcast for you guys. Um, it's been a little while since my last one. If you guys listened to the last one, I was talking about uh, the road trip that I was on at the time I was in Montana, and um, just telling you guys a lot about how the road trip was going, things that I had been noticing about my life, things that I've been noticing about my, um, about the fitness aspect of life and and uh, just some realizations that I came to about what I like in fitness and things like that. Um, it's been a hell of a tough um, last couple of weeks. Um, I alluded to on Instagram, if you guys follow me on there, um, I would assume you guys follow me on there if you're listening to this, but if not, um, this will be news to you. Otherwise, just bear with me. But yeah. Um, a couple weeks ago, my dad passed away, and uh, it was a shock. It was something that um, was really unexpected. He um, wasn't in poor health or anything like that. It wasn't a COVID thing or anything. It was just a sudden passing. Um, and it really has hit me pretty, pretty damn hard. I won't, I won't lie to you guys. Um, I've lost a lot of people in my life. Um, I lost my brother about seven years ago. Um, it's probably not something you guys knew about me, but it's something that, um, happened to me or, or happened in my life a while back. And, you know, this was before I was doing anything with, with Instagram and things of that nature. So it's not something I've shared a lot of. And honestly, it's not really something I've shared a lot with even many of the people who I call friends or anything like that. But, um, you know, I lost my brother back then. It was really tough then also. It was tough for my parents, tough for my whole family. And and pretty much ever since then, I've lost a lot of people in my life that have been pretty important. Um, I lost my grandma a couple of years ago, who I was close with. I lost an uncle unexpectedly earlier in that year, just six months before my grandmother passed away. And uh, we were all pretty close as well with my uncle and um, earlier this year, my wife's grandfather passed away, you know, and so it's just been kind of like losing a lot of people. And, you know, I'm on this road trip trying to make the best of 2020, trying to make the best of COVID. Um, and I come home from my road trip and the first day after coming back, my dad dies. Um, so it's been 2020's been rough guys. It's been up and down it's been a roller coaster there's been good times. I'm not gonna discount those times but it's been it's been pretty rough as well. so uh, why am I sharing this with you? Well, um, one thing that I've noticed is I have a tendency to shut down a little bit and not share things about about my life. Um, You might be able to see that even just if you follow me in my social media, you might even just be able to to see that from, you know, the way my page is curated. Um, If you'll notice, my page name on Instagram is The Strength Cave, which is my company, to be fair. It's my company, so, I mean, it's appropriate, but, you know, I haven't named for a while now. It hasn't been... You know Andres Vargas or, or anything like that as my Instagram handle, and and even when it comes to my posts, up until recently, I hadn't really shared much about what was going on in my life or what I was doing personally on my Instagram, and I guess part of that at the time was me um, justifying in my head that you know people want to know about business stuff and educational material and all of that. And you do. I think I do as well when I'm on Instagram and I'm the people that I follow. But um, I think it was justifying in, in my head why it was a justification as to like not not to um, share about my life, because I think that's that's hard for me. Um, I'm more private. Um, I guess the vulnerability of putting myself out there is scary to me. And what I've noticed and what I've realized is that um, there's a lot more power that comes from addressing that and actually being vulnerable and, and, and moving into the fear of that than there is running away from it and shutting down. Of course, I'm not going to share every single thing about my life, right? Uh, there's certain things that I'm not going to put out there on my social media, but I've come to the realization that I need to just be myself, be more of who I am and i guess not live in fear of what everybody will think about who i who i am because invariably you know people are going to dislike parts of who i am and dislike my personality or what have you um and that never feels good it's a rejection people people don't like to be rejected i don't like to be rejected nobody does but and so that's the scary part, right? You put yourself out there. You, you reveal to the world who you really are deep down inside. And um, when people have negative things to say about it, it hurts. And um, it triggers whatever trauma you have built up from your life and whatever it is, whatever you know, decisions you've made and, and, and things that you've gone through that have made you who you are today. And, um, we don't like to really you know realize that they're that not everybody's gonna like you um but that's just the way it is and so um so I'm sort of starting this podcast out by sharing with you guys that you know everything about my dad's passing, sharing with you guys a little bit more about what I've gone through with people passing away in my life over the last seven years, starting with my brother. And um, what's tough about it is I guess that uh, I'm I'm 30 years old and I've lost a lot of really important and close people in my life. and it's just not something you expect to go through until maybe you're a little bit older, I guess, maybe you start to lose people, you start to lose parents and, and things like that when you are maybe a little older in your 40s maybe. Um, for example, my dad, my dad lost his father. Um, he was in his, my dad was in his fifties when he lost his dad. And so, um, you know, you've experienced a little bit more of life at that point and maybe a little bit better equipped to handle it and make sense of it. But I guess what I'm, what I'm getting at here is I've had, I feel like I've definitely had to grow up a little bit faster with certain things. Um, when my brother passed away, it wasn't just a sudden thing necessarily. I mean, it was sudden, but um, things were going in the wrong direction with my brother, as far as um, you know his health and things that were going on in his life for for a few years. So for a while there, I was sort of his um, his big brother. He was, he was my older brother, but I was sort of the big brother for a while. So it made me grow up a little bit faster. It's being in my early twenties at the time um, and kind of having to like look after him for years before that. So from the, you know, from the point I graduated high school all the way till when he passed away, there was sort of a, a switch in the roles of me being the big brother and kind of being there for him, uh, as opposed to the other way around, like it was when I was a kid. Um, and then, uh, I've just realized also that um, through this all these losses, I just never really reconciled them and dealt with them appropriately, kind of stuffed them down a little bit. And I um, wouldn't reach out to people for for advice or strength or just somebody to talk to. And it um, kind of bit me in the butt. And I think it, it caused me to have some real um, bad or some not, not ideal ways of coping with it, which is stuffing it down. And then eventually it all comes out. You can't hide from it forever. And uh, I've dealt with that. I'm not afraid to admit to you guys that I've um, sought professional help in that space. And um, you know, it's actually helped me a lot. I have um, gotten a lot out of the process of talking with a professional and, and um, hashing out all of the you know psychological trauma that comes with all of that. And so I, I highly recommend that to you guys. If you guys are dealing with something similar, if you've lost a parent or you've lost somebody close to you, even a close friend, a, a significant other, a brother, uh, whatever, um, It's not really it, don't feel you shouldn't feel like weak for having to rely unprofessional professional help to help you deal with that. It's definitely been helpful for me. Um So yeah guys, I mean uh it's been tough with uh with my dad. Um my uh my business I've been trying my hardest to continue on with with my business and help my help my clients and um you know, obviously you need to give yourself a little bit of a break to deal with things and feel things. Um, so I've I have given myself that uh, while still staying committed to those of you who um, have entrusted me with your training and your nutrition and your fitness um, so I don't want to take that lightly and I don't want to take that for granted and and you guys. My clients are very important to me. So a lot of them are close friends of mine. I consider close friends and uh, I don't, you know, I have a duty to them as well. But um, the sitting and and feeling and the time to reflect and all of that has also given me um, the opportunity to rearrange priorities. Um, And what is important to me in life what relationships I want to continue fostering in my life, which relationships I want to perhaps not continue putting energy into. And like I said earlier, it's time to be myself, man. Um, I am myself around a very select few people these days. Um, (laughs) Some friends of mine who I'm 100% myself around my wife who I'm 100% myself around uh, if you want to count my two little doggos I'm myself around them as well but um I have consistently noticed that and we all do this but around certain people I change my personality a bit I hide certain parts of my personality I change the way I interact with certain people and that and I don't like that I don't want to do that any longer Um, because to me that's just me um, giving myself away to that person and putting myself in an uncomfortable position an uncomfortable um, role of being a different version of myself when I really should just be myself And, you know, if that changes the relationship that I have with that person, um, then so be it. Because who I am is who I am. And um, they will accept it or not accept it. And either way, I win, right? If they accept it, then I've gained an even more genuine connection with that person. And if they don't accept it, I still have gained a genuine understanding between the two of us that, you know, who I was pretending to be or who I was filtering myself to, to be isn't, you know, who I want to be and the person who I really want to be, maybe just doesn't get along with that, that person as well as it, as I did when I was being that filtered version of myself. Um, so yeah, being myself is a big priority going forward, and showing the that true self to you guys is a big priority going forward. Um, on my social media, I've sort of decided that I'm going to shift back. You know, it's just a small thing, but um, instead of being the Strength Cave, I think I'm going to change my Instagram handle to be something related to my name or who I am. And I think I'm going to. I'm still going to share educational content. I'm still going to share curated content that has the strength cave logo on it, but it's going to, um, have a lot more of who I am in it. Um, the captions and things like that, um, share a lot more photos and and things related to who I am and what I believe in, as opposed to just, um, I guess towing the line of just being educational or not really showing a lot of personality in my posts is basically what, what I'm getting at. Um, yeah, guys, that's, uh, (laughs) that's a little bit of insight into what's been going on in my head. I guess a lot, a lot of that has taken place over the last two weeks after my dad passed away. And, um, it's just little by little becoming more and more solidified in my head as to what I want to do. Um, some of you might be curious about, you know, the end of my road trip. You know, I was on this road trip um, throughout the national parks on the West Coast. I've ended up, me and my wife, ended up visiting 14 national parks in total, eight different states, um, some some state parks in there as well. I drove over 8,000 miles during this trip. And we saw a lot of amazing stuff. And, um, you know, the bookend to that trip was, was not what I had envisioned with the passing of my dad, but I am none, nonetheless grateful for the trip and nonetheless very, you know, excited about all of the things that I did see and experience when I was on the trip. And that's, that doesn't change. Um, my dad passing away, happened actually after I ended the trip, came back. And the very next day is when my dad passed away. But, um, I guess, um, it'd be easy to, to sort of throw that trip away and and compartmentalize that into a negative experience because of the way things have unfolded afterward. But I don't want to do that. I think that would be a mistake. And I think that, I should hold those memories of my road trip um, you know with positive feelings, positive memories, and look to make just as much positive out of everything as possible. and that includes the passing of my dad. I um, will get a little bit more into that. Let me just finish up the, the road trip thing, but um, you know, I realized on the road trip. How much I really love being outdoors. How much I really love hiking. How much I really enjoy, you know, the meditative aspect of being in nature. And you know, you really lose a lot of your worries out there. Coming back here and having to deal with everything, and especially going back into the grind of, of everyday business, you kind of forget all of the all of the shit that comes with owning a business. Man, it's um. In a, on a daily basis, you kind of get frustrated by something. And when you're out there in the woods, hiking in the national parks, you don't get as frustrated with little things. Um, so that's been kind of something I miss quite a bit is just the, I guess, having less worry, having less care, having less stress. But at the same time, when I was out there on the road trip, You're feeling a little bit of stress, a little bit of pressure internally, or I'm feeling a little bit of stress internally about wanting to continue growing my business and doing well with my business. And when you're out there on the road and you don't have a lot of Internet access, I was just sort of had things doing the bare minimum to keep my business the way it was, but not necessarily growing, if that makes sense. And so um, there's definitely two parts of me, one that wants to continue growing the business and has a lot of aspirations there, and one that enjoys taking some time off and feeling a lot less worry and, um, I guess, underlying anxiety about growing the business, if that makes sense. Um, I can't really describe it. It's hard to describe if you're not in that position. For those of you who have a business that you run, you kind of know what I'm talking about. For those of you who maybe don't, who are more on, um, you know, working for a company, um, you have your job. Uh, hopefully, you're able to just leave your job at work. These days with the pandemic, maybe you're working from home, so that's a little bit harder to leave things at work because at work is actually at home right now. But um, what I mean is, hopefully, like at the end of the day when you clock out for the day, you don't have that uh, underlying anxiety of you know thinking about all the things that still need to be done or that need to be done the next day or the next week or whatever hopefully you can compartmentalize that and as a business owner um i mean i've worked in both sides i think as a business owner um, it's a little bit harder to compartmentalize that stuff because you especially small business um you are the one who has to do everything and you are the one that um, is ultimately responsible for, for your own success and for the success of the business. But anyways, um, the road trip was great. I really loved it. I'm, I'll do, I would do it again and I probably will do little mini runs of that again. I'm not sure I'll ever go two months or 10 weeks actually, two and a half months out on the road again. That was quite a long time. That's probably once in a lifetime. But uh, I guess never say never. And definitely, if the opportunity arises to do maybe another four weeks or two weeks for sure, definitely would do it again. And I definitely um, encourage all of you guys to do something like that yourself. You know, it's something that uh, I never thought I would do, never thought I'd have the opportunity to do, uh, but it was great. And uh, if you want to probably share a little bit more about, The trip in general, in stories and stuff that I'll tell on social media and and in podcasts and things of that nature. But um going back to what I said about you know making the positive, making the most positive that you can out of every situation, we have a choice, right? We can I could so let me just give you an example. When it comes to my dad passing away, I can choose to make that really negative. I could choose to allow it. I could choose to use it as an excuse to, um, not to not work or to, uh, I can choose to use it as an excuse to not see friends or use it as an excuse to, I mean, it's a valid excuse, right? If you lose somebody like your dad or your mom or somebody that close to you, of course, people are going to give you a little bit of a hall pass when it comes to, you know, excelling at everything in your life, right? They're going to give you an acceptable amount of time to grieve and not expect much of you. I guess that's what I'm, that's the best way I can describe it. People don't expect much of you during those times. They don't expect you to um, start a new business or something like that. And they don't expect you to go back to school um, and, you know, earn a new degree right after something like that happens. I don't expect you to have everything together. And it's important that you, um, you know, also allow yourself that, that latitude, but it's also really important that you don't use it as an excuse to let those, that negativity continue to make you complacent in everything going forward and to to then have an excuse as to why you are being complacent and to why you are allowing yourself to, to be negative, you know. I could probably use my dad passing away as an excuse for the next several years as to why I'm not doing X, Y, and Z. Somebody asks like, hey, you know, I heard you wanted to do this, that, and the other. You know, what's going on with that? Like I said, well, you know, I was going to do all that and um, you know, then my dad passed away and my dad died and I just haven't had the energy I haven't had. I just haven't been able to bring myself to do it. And they're probably going to say, oh, I understand. That's, you know, you got to take the time or something like that, blah, blah, blah. But I don't want to, I don't want to do that. Um, I want to make a positive out of this, which is that now I know Now I have a very, very distinct understanding and sharp understanding of what people mean when they say that time is limited and that you have to live in the present as if tomorrow isn't promised because for a while there I was living as though my dad, and I'll say I've said it to my mom and I've said it to my wife on several occasions, I I was like, Uh, my dad probably live, he'll be around for the next 10 to 15 years. My dad was 72 years old and he was fairly healthy. And I just thought, well, he'll be around for a while. So I, you know, maybe that's an example of how, like, I just wasn't taking it seriously that life could take a turn at any moment. And so why I'm telling you that is that I have... I want to make a positive out of this by, you know, doing things that I have had in my head for my business, for life, all that stuff. Um, and really putting everything that I should be putting into those. Obviously, being careful of the fact not to use that as a coping mechanism for grief, as to just pour myself into work. But I feel that with the people I have around me with the professional help that I'm getting um, from actually give him a shout out here. His name is Kenny Weiss. If you look him up on Instagram, he's at coach Kenny Weiss. Um, Wonderful guy. Um, Very, very wise perspective on life. And he's been through a lot in his life and made all the mistakes. And that was what makes him actually really great at, guiding others through life and helping them not to make the same mistakes. Anyways, using, having Kenny in my corner to help me through these times, um, I think that I can strike that balance of giving myself the time to grieve, giving myself the space to grieve while also being able to um, work on my business more diligently and more efficiently than I was before. And so, um, for a while now, I have felt like I've been a bit complacent with my business. And uh, I think I have more potential to grow this business, the Strength Cave, or even other other ideas that I have for um, other companies, maybe, or, or sister companies, if you want to call them that. Um, I just haven't been putting the due time and effort that it takes to get those up to a a better level. And so, um, I'm definitely going to start doing that. And I'm going to use you guys as guests as accountability. Whoever is, whoever's listening to this, you should know that, um, you can hold me accountable to to all that. I'm going, this strength game is going to transform into, um, business that offers more to you guys and, um, offers even better coaching, even better programs, even better nutrition help, even better, everything that any, any, everything and, and anything that deals with improving strength, improving muscle mass, improving fitness. Definitely the strength cave is going to become more and better at serving that to you guys. Um, I have a lot of really exciting ideas for how to deliver better training to you guys, not just as me as, as a coach, but also better training um, options for those who don't necessarily need a coach or want a coach or can afford a coach. Uh, whether that be the cheapest option, which is already out there with my training programs, I'm going to make those better. I'm going to make those even more, effective, but also having um, sort of a, you know, you guys know my coaching, same thing. I'm going to make that better, more effective. And then also a middle ground, which is um, more of like a group coaching um, where I can still customize things because you know me, you know that individualization and customization towards the individual is something I really believe in. And that's why my training programs aren't just a pdf of a training program that you have to follow without any ability to change it no no there are they are um you know excel files with drop down menus for every exercise and full instructions that i give you guys on how to customize the program because if i can't if you if you can't afford to hire me to do it for you i at least want you to be able to do it yourself with the instructions that I give you when you purchase that program. And so the middle ground would be where you're having sort of a program that I write, you know, week to week or month to month or whatever the case may be. And, um, the goal of that program is such that, you know, whatever goals you have, it would probably start out with, you know, improving strength and muscle mass. And then eventually I would have other, um, other goal sets that I would write programs for, but, uh, at first it would be one, one track that would then eventually split into other tracks, but, um, also empowering you to make that program your own. And, um, I kind of tried something like that, which was before, uh, and then COVID hit and things were, um, just not the right timing to be, to be opening something like that when gyms are closed and nobody can work out. Um, you know, that was, just poor timing and, and couldn't see that coming, but I want to relaunch that, relaunch what was the Barbell Club, um, probably still name it the Barbell Club, but relaunch it into something that actually is more of an education piece as well, where I teach you through videos, through tutorials, through everything, how to make the program truly your own so that you get all the benefits basically of coaching as if you were a one-on-one client except you don't have to pay the one-on-one pricing. So you get all the same benefits. You don't pay as much money. And the, uh, the trade off is you just have to spend a little bit more time learning from me. Um, and, uh, you know, putting a little bit more time customizing the program for yourself. Right. And like I said, that would be through series of video education, tutorials, It would be through Skype calls that I would have with the participants in the group training, in the group coaching program. Um, And I think it's really going to help you guys, help anybody who signs up to really have a great experience and not have to pay an arm and a leg, especially during these times of economic uncertainty with everything that has happened with the pandemic. And for people who maybe have had to find a new job, have lost their job and um, just really still value their fitness, but just can't flat out can't afford the coaching fees. And I'm not going to lie, man, my coaching is f- freaking expensive, right? So uh, a group group coaching uh, model that, that makes it a lot more affordable, I think is much needed in this industry. Um, and as also, you know, not just, uh, I'm sure there's a lot of group coaching out there, but a group coaching program that is more than just a uh, program out that gets put out there that you follow, but also teaches you why the program is being built the way it is and how you can customize it for yourself. So it's really teaching you how to, you know, how to empower yourself to, um, to exercise better and get better gains. Um, so yeah, more offerings from the Strength Cave, better systems from the Strength Cave to better serve all of the uh, all of my great customers and clients out there. Um, and then I think for me personally, you know this pro th- this podcast is called the Peak Human Project, and part of that is um, my pursuit of what I feel is becoming becoming a peak human is the peak human. It's really my peak human project. What is it that I am doing in my life to be the best iteration and the best version of myself, not just in fitness, but in skill sets outside of fitness, whether it be educationally, whether it just be, um, spiritually or, or whether it be, um, business wise, all of that stuff. Um, but just sharing with you a little bit about the training side of things you know it's been a while now that i have felt a little bit um bored i guess with the options that i have to express my fitness what i mean by that is i started out Wanting to gain as much muscle as possible. This was taking you back all the way to being 19 year old Andres who wanted to just be buff, get big muscles, look ripped. That's what I wanted. And uh, I spent a long time trying to pursue that and to be slightly disappointed, to be honest with you, that I couldn't really do, do it as well as the people I was looking up to. Um, unfortunately, I don't have the body the genetics or the background to ever be as big and jacked and ripped as the people you see on Instagram, all the fitness models, all the, the fitness influencers. I just don't. Um, I definitely have some parts of my body that are muscular. Um, I'm more muscular than the average person. I've worked really hard for that, but, there comes my body's sort of reached a limit where I'm not going to get to that. I'm just not going to be that dude. I'm not going to be for for those who know UFC. I'm not going to be that Yol Romero. Yol Romero, sorry. Um, I'm not going to be that uh, Paulo Costa. I'm not going to be. Um, I'm just not going to be that dude that everybody's envious of because of their incredible physique. It's just it's just not in the cards for me. And part of that also has to do with the fact that I was over 300 pounds obese for, for many years that stretched my skin out in places that just are never going to fully recover back to being normal skin. And so the, 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 increased thickness of that skin in those areas, especially around my stomach, especially around, you know, um, parts of my arms and things like that is just not, it doesn't give me that 3d muscle look because the, the skin is thicker there. So you don't get that paper thin look, right? No matter how uh, thin. I get, I'm just, it's like, uh, I'm just never going to have that look. Right. Okay. So then, uh, I switched from that to strength, maybe as strong as possible, be a power lifter. Uh, maybe I can make some noise in that arena. Um, and for a while there, I was making some noise before powerlifting got big. I was a state champion here in Arizona. I had the world, or not the world, the state records and all of the uh, squat bench deadlift total and all of that stuff. Actually, no, squat and deadlift, but not the bench press and the total I did as well. But um, quickly that faded away because then powerlifting got really popular and there were people who are just a lot stronger than I am um, and have a lot more potential than I do to gain strength who came up and took those, took those records and ran with them. And now we have, you know, people who can out total what I did before by, I don't know, 400 pounds, something like that. So, um, try as I might to become the, the strongest dude in the gym, um, or in the nation or in the world or whatever. Um, that wasn't in the cards for me either. Cause unfortunately, um, I started getting injured my body couldn't stand up to the beating that I was putting on it with all the training that it took to be that strong in powerlifting, and so that's just not in the cards for me either. You know, unless I, um, you know, spend a bunch of money on regenerative medicine and all of that stuff, um, but that's just not practical, and it's not something I'm willing to do. So um, that's not in the cards for me either. I'm not going to be the strongest dude in the world. So bodybuilding's out, powerlifting's out, um, strongman would be fun, but that, that's sort of maybe not something I've ever been really excited about. Um, so I, I need something else. I need something, I need other, I need to find joy outside of just trying to be as muscular as possible and trying to be just as strong as possible. I want to be muscular, I want to be strong, but I want to be fit and and I kind of just want to be well-rounded these days. And I think that there's maybe a missing um, a missing avenue for people like myself. I coach several people who are like me, who don't necessarily want to compete in bodybuilding, who don't necessarily want to compete in powerlifting or or strongman or anything of that nature. But um, they're searching for, like, what's the thing that they're doing That If they're trying to be strong, if they're trying to be muscular, if they're trying to be aerobically fit, if they want to have skills like jiu-jitsu or being able to hike, for a long periods of time, even carrying weight or to be able to go out and, you know, hunt effectively without getting tired and to be able to have the mental capacity to, um, bring, you know, physical and mental capacity that when they do come across an animal and there's a showdown there that they're not so out of breath that they can't mentally be clear and things like that. Um, Decision making, blah, blah blah, you know, almost like a tactical sense to it, um, without being tactical, right? Because they're never going to deploy out to overseas and have to defend themselves against, you know, true danger. So it's like, where is their outlet? What are they? What are they actually working towards? And so I'm trying to figure out a path, a new path for people like myself and people that are similar to myself who want to test themselves um, in in various different uh, fitness fitness pursuits um, and mental pursuits and all of that um, without it being like CrossFit, right? Because CrossFit is very much just a physical thing and, and you know, you get, there's, I don't have any problem with CrossFit at all. It's not what I'm trying to say here. I'm just trying to say that's not exactly what I'm going for either. It's similar, but it's not exactly what I'm going for. Um, so anyways, that's just me rambling on some thoughts that I haven't quite, finished yet in my head. I, those are thoughts that I keep having on a regular basis, maybe daily basis of what I can do in that space. But, um, that's something that I will continue to develop and will let you guys know as time goes by what I'm thinking on, on those things. So, um, you know, this podcast has been, uh, if you're still listening to this podcast, thanks. Ab- thanks very much. I appreciate you listening to it. I appreciate you supporting me. Um, I received a lot of support from the posts I made on, on social media about my dad. And um, that's just a testament to the good people that I have around me and the good people that I have who follow me, which is people like yourself. And um, so this podcast was more of like, I guess, just therapy for me to put my thoughts out there. might have been a little bit boring sorry about that. It's kind of probably a little bit boring to hear me talk about this crap all day, but, um, nonetheless, if you listened, thank you very much. I appreciate you. I hope you were mildly entertained by some of the things I said, or maybe hopefully learned a little bit or or took some of the words that I had to heart that you can apply in your own life. Um, and yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to drop another podcast soon. That's going to be a little bit more focused. I feel like this one is a little bit, um, all over the place. Cause honestly, that's where my brain is at the moment, a little bit all over the place. I'm still trying to rein in all the thoughts and all the feelings and emotions and everything that I have. Um, and, uh, so that's, that's probably reflected pretty well in, in what you're hearing in this podcast, but, um. Yeah, if you guys have some topics that you'd like me to cover, um, if you have some questions that you'd like me to answer, um, send me a message on Instagram, send me an email, um, just reach out to me and let me know what you guys are thinking, let me know what you guys want to know, and that way I can, uh, you know, address those things better in, the, in these podcasts. And um, then that just makes... That just makes for a better experience for us both because you kind of tell me what exactly how I need to do my job and then I just give it to you and then boom, everybody's happy. All right guys. So thanks for listening. Um, Stay tuned for another episode. I know I've said this a few times on this podcast, but this time I mean it that I'm going to put out these podcasts more often um, and uh, hopefully build it into something, build it into a community that uh, everybody's excited to be a part of. So thanks again for listening. I'll catch you guys next time.